0: and welcome to another bonus episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. Hello. This week we have Robert Plant in Los Angeles, 1988. What are the dates? Hang on, I'm getting them. I think it's December 1st. Yes, December 1st, 1988 at the Universal Amphitheater. Taped by St. Michael Millard. This is a master recording. The actual tape that ran in the machine at the show has been restored, digitized, and released for free. Bless you, Mike Millard. Bless you, the GEMS group, for undertaking this historic task. And bless you for hearing it. There you go. How about that, motherfucker? And we're going to play. Here is the entire set list because you will be able to download this complete show from theheartofmarkness.com if you want to. I'm not going to play all the songs, but you'll be able to download all of these and the cover art there if you want or if you haven't already. The set list is Pink and Black, Other Arms, Billy's Revenge, In the Light. That's just a short teaser. Nobody's Fault But Mine, Dance On My Own, In the Mood, Going to California, Ship of Fools, Dimples, the John Lee Hooker tune, Trampled Underfoot, Heaven Knows, Immigrant Song, Tall Cool One, Communication Breakdown, Big Log, and Misty Mountain Hop. Yes, this is the first tour, and 1988 is the first year, just like it was with Jimmy. Certainly it couldn't have been a marketing choice. That they were playing Led Zeppelin songs again. Robert would not sing Led Zeppelin songs from uh, 1981 until 1987. It was just his own stuff or Honey Dripper's stuff. Jimmy, same thing. He played Stairway at the Arms show instrumentally, but that's a pass because it's Stairway and it was instrumental and still. But with The Firm and with Roy Harper and everywhere else he played... No Zeppelin until 1988 and no Zeppelin for Robert. Now, what I think happened is both of these guys are now in 1988 in their 40s. Robert having just turned 40 or turning 40 in 88. Jimmy at uh, 44 and both of them by 1988 or 1987, both of their careers, they are no longer a list stars robert sailed through the early 80s at the top because his solo career took off with a roar his first solo album burning uh no pictures at 11 with burning down one side as the single good album solid album real different from zeppelin in ways and not real different from zeppelin in ways robert came out of the gate hot He was bursting with creativity. He was probably bursting with momentum from the pressure that had built up over the last half of Zeppelin's career as things started to go off the rails and get more dysfunctional and not great to him. From what I've read, Robert was was kind of on his way out the door in slow motion, at least on his way to doing a Phil Collins solo Genesis thing. Um. Until, until, you know, the, the band dissolved. So Robert came out and was brilliantly creative. And uh, his second album, The Principle of Moments, was enormous, enormous to the point where it got played so much nobody listened to it again, like uh, Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms, or Yes, 90125. The very, very early video era when MTV first took off, There was like a year where they just played whatever they could play because videos weren't a thing yet. And then by like, say, 1983, videos became something that just were done because there was now a medium upon, you know, upon which to broadcast. So a principle, of Moments had in the mood. And what is it? Holy shit, Mark. Come on. Other Arms. That's the song. And of course, Big Log, and there's probably more on there. I'm just going by memory now that were enormous, enormously popular. They're played on the radio and they're played on MTV all the fucking time. And to the point where, I mean, Big Log, it took a long time for me to listen to that again and then realize and remember what a great song it was because it was kind of a mini stairway to heaven effect. And that you've heard it so many times It kind of loses potency And Big Log Fantastic song Anyway, Principal Moments was great And then Robert started to stretch out even more Tried to go a little more Exploratory and experimental And almost Avant-garde Well, not avant-garde, but just Anyways, uh, the, the Pink and What the fuck is that album called? Holy shit, Mark The one with pink and black on it, and um, I have to look this up now. Jesus, hang on one second. I am embarrassed. Shaken and stirred. I remembered it before I had to look up, so I hope it's right. Um, Did not do well. He strayed too far, started to get a little little emo and cure-ish, and his band was not happy either. Because the band was not compatible for that kind of music that he was looking to do. And um, it dissolved shortly thereafter. He dissolved his band, his touring band with Robbie Blunt and uh, Jez Woodrove and Paul Martinez and Richie Hayward and Phil Collins at one point. Um, after that, and then it came out swinging in 1988. Suddenly he has his rock star hair back. And he's doing Zeppelin tunes, and he's talking about Zeppelin, and not in that I don't want to talk about Zeppelin way. Because for a while it was like I don't want to talk about that. I'm doing this, and uh, this came out, and it was now und zen. Sorry for the yawn, guys. No, and Zen came out in 88 and it had heaven Knows on it, which was a huge hit. And Jimmy was on it in the same way that Robert was on Jimmy's solo album, which came out in 1988, more marketing. And, um, he toured, he had a whole new band of youngins, not blues musicians, not blues based, not rock based, just young, modern playing electronic stuff as well as guitar. And I, (laughs) I don't like this tour. I don't like this tour at all. I'm sorry. It's me. I don't like the Zeppelin songs that he plays on this tour with this band in this manner. It doesn't seem right to me, but as, as you know, I am a Jimmy guy, not a Robert guy. So the tour was huge. It was fantastic. It was called the nonstop go tour. It was huge. It was vastly popular. I had tickets to it for October 30th, 1988. On October 29th, 1988, in the same venue, I saw Jimmy Page on his Outrider tour and was blown away. It was the best concert I'd ever seen. And at that point, I was convinced I had seen Zeppelin because I saw Jimmy playing at a Jimmy level for the first time. After seeing him twice with the firm, he was back. And I walked out of there with my friend going, well, I've I've seen Led Zeppelin or I've come as close to seeing Zeppelin as I'm going to. So I just didn't go to the Robert show the next night because I knew what was up with it, and it was like, eh, no. And I'm a dick like that. There's a hundred things that I've walked out of. I walked out of a Robert show the very next tour in 1990, the Manic Nirvana tour, uh, because the Black Crows were the opening act, and they were so fucking great. And they had uh, Reeves Cabrel from Tin Machine come out and jam with them. And they were so vital and alive and great and bluesy and rock and roll that when Robert came out and started playing with his band, I was like, this, uh. And my buddy was the same way. It's like, we've seen the best part of this. Let's just head out. So, yes, very, very, very arrogant. Very neckbeardy. Very, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes. In this day and age, if I could go back now, I'd be like, you sit your ass and you watch this show. But I don't know. My prickishness has diminished, but it is not gone. I am still a deeply flawed human being. And I talk a long time. All right, friends, fuck all that. We got to get on with this. Let's listen to some Robert Plant. And all of that, all of those words are existing in that order for you to understand why I chose the track sequences I did and the songs I did. I don't like this band's performances of Robert's earlier stuff. And I don't like this band's performances necessarily of the Zeppelin stuff. Not that they suck. It's they're the wrong people to do it. You, You know, you don't... You don't hire the Eurythmics to play Motorhead. They're the Eurythmics. They're great at doing Eurythmics. You don't hire Motorhead as a Eurythmics cover band. That's not what they're for. Robert, in my opinion, hired the Eurythmics as a Zeppelin cover band. And I don't mean the Eurythmics literally. I'm just trying to find two disparate styles of music that are still good. I'm not saying these guys aren't good musicians. They are. It's just not what I... uh It's the way some people feel about, like, pineapple on pizza. It doesn't go. I'm fine with pineapple on pizza, by the way. But um, that's just how it hits me. All right, so I am now going to, as I said, shut the fuck up and play the songs. Heaven Knows, which I do like with this band because it's their music and their own thing. And also, rest in peace, Phil Johnstone. Who, the uh, He's Robert's keyboard player in this. He's the guy that's like, uh, I can't remember the words. You stroll, you strut. You something and something because I'm your tall, cool one and I'm built to please. He's the guy that says that. And he also was one of the guys that wrote Heaven Knows originally. That was a song from another band that Robert heard and was like, I like that. And he got those guys because that's how he is. So I don't know how Phil died. I do know that he was my age, which is not tremendously old. It's, It's young to die at 53. So rest in peace, Phil. I'm sorry. Robert's lost a few band members. Um, Richie Hayward was his drummer for a while. He died. He also drummed for Little Feet. Bonzo, of course. Phil Johnstone. Michael Lee. Wow. Quite a few. Well, I mean, Robert's also been in in the career for 50 years. All right, man. Heaven knows December 1st, 1988. Sorry for that rambling bummer of a start. Enjoy. Enjoy. The song, I guess, I really think maybe uh, what the lyrics perhaps relate to the whole principle of male LA rock and roll star. I think about it. <laughs> Ooh. You were pumping iron as I was pumping. Irony is a great lyric. With all the romance of the Tauntaun Makut is a great lyric. Robert didn't write that, by the way. Excellent song, though. Excellent song, though. And with that band, I really like it. Guys, this show is great. I just don't like this tour or the Manic Nirvana tour. Um, I like the Manic Nirvana tour a little more. The 93 tour I fucking love. And uh, 83 and 85 aren't bad either. But it's just this tour. This, it's me. It's not you. It's not him. This show is great, and Robert is in great voice and in great spirits. He, he, you can tell, he loves being in L.A. He loves what he's doing, and you know, honestly, although he's still a tiny bit cheeky and awkward about it, because you know, for the previous eight years, he had been shitting on the Zeppelin legacy, uh, directly and indirectly. In that, I don't play that. I don't play that. You've heard that. I'm not going back to that. I'm not hey hey mama anymore. I'm an artist. And then finally, it's like, we sold how many copies of my last record? What do I have to do to be back on top? Zeppelin? Okie dokie. That's um, very cynical, but it's got to be something like that, you know? So, that's that's me. This show is great. The energy is great. The voice is fucking great. His voice at this time was insane. Insane. And it's great that he... he man... I love it. I just don't like this. I just don't like this tour. Like I said, sorry. I'm distractive. I've got some shit going on that I'm dealing with that, you know, keeps me from being a hundred percent here, ladies and gentlemen. But don't let my opinion of this tour and this show cloud yours. Download it if you like this. Go for it. It is great. It's just not my particular cup of tea. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Now, the song to which he was referring after heaven knows that he referred to as being the LA rock star is in fact, the next song I'm going to play for you, which is the immigrant song. Now this performance and iteration of the immigrant song kind of demonstrates why I don't care for this tour because I don't care for this kind of presentation of a Led Zeppelin song. The vocals are fucking tight, tight. And he nails the yell and everything. He's got it back. Man, in an alternate reality, Live Aid wasn't an embarrassment. And they went and got back together again and did some work. Or the Atlantic reunion in April or May of 88 wasn't a stinking embarrassment. And those guys got together and did something. Because if Jimmy of 88, aside from the Atlantic show where he was a turd, um... Was back to it a hundred percent. Robert back to it a hundred percent. Jonesy never stopped being a hundred percent. And Jason drummed on the Outrider tour. Not my favorite drummer on that, tu- you know, for that tour at that time in his early twenties, but he totally could have sat in, and we could have had a really nice Led Zeppelin reunion twenty years before the one-off show happened, and it would have been amazing. So there's an alternate reality out there where that happened. And one of you make some wormholes, do some Rick and Morty shit and find it so we can hear what happened. But in this universe, that's not what happened, although it could have. All right. Now I'm not even making sense to myself. Ladies and gentlemen, the immigrant song. Enjoy it. It's great. See his voice fantastic. The performance good. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't like it with the keyboards and I don't like it without Bonzo and I don't like it without a hard rock edge. I don't I don't want it reimagined. And then Robert has every has every right to do it. It's his song he can do it. I don't know. I gotta stop being defensive about it because you guys probably don't give a fuck at this point if you ever did. Did you ever care? <sighs> All right. moving on ahead. Time for Der Spiel. You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, and YouTube under Heart of Markness as my nom de plume. Uh, the aforementioned heartofmarkness.com is the website I have and maintain that I put uh, the shows on, and I also put the complete links to the complete show that I cover. That's where you're going to be able to go there a little later on today and grab this whole concert if you want it. You gotta want it. Ah, let's see. Where else can you find me? That is where you can find me? Because you've already found me, so you don't need to find me that much. When you go to heartofmarkness.com, you will see a button in the upper left-hand corner for Patreon. If you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're of a mind and the means to do so, I invite you to become a patron. You know, one of the perks is I get to read your name every podcast as one of the titans upon whose shoulders rests. The Heart of Markness. And if you choose a tier that includes this, you get an extra podcast every month just for you. Now, I have gotten very behind on those, but I am catching up very quickly. I started uh, cranking out about one a week now, and I'm going to continue to do that until I get caught up. And this is stuff that I don't cover on the podcast because it may be stuff that, you know, shouldn't be publicly posted, etc., 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 etc. So if you see something you like there, uh, take a look. And if you're a patron, one thing you get is a, is a link to my Mega Drive, which is, just has all my shows on it, all the shows that I've covered as well as shows that I like myself, and just stuff. I mean, it's it's not it, it's every show I've covered, and then some. And you get access to that, so you don't have to even go to Heart of Darkness. You can just go to Mega and pick and choose. Pretty fucking cool, I or write, a laurel and hearty handshake to these titans upon whose shoulders rest the heart of Markness. Thank you to Picard, Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Dan, Tracy, David, Mock, Other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo And I think somebody has been, in Melbourne, Australia, has been listening to a lot of the Heart of Markness in this last seven days. So if that is you, Rob, thank you. And if that is not you, Rob, someone else in your town is out for your position. Take him out with extreme prejudice. All right. That part's over. Let's get back to the music, yeah? All right. We're going to play the next song after the Immigrant Song. We're basically playing 12, 13, and 14 uh, sequentially, a nice little grouping of numbers, which is Tall Cool One, the other hit single off of Now and Zen, which made this a tremendously successful album for 1988 and Robert Plant's biggest solo album, I think, uh, by far to date. Maybe even currently, I don't know. Tall Cool One. Now, Tall Cool One was noteworthy because A, it was another song that has Jimmy Page on guitar, but it also features samples Samples of Custard Pie, samples of the ocean, samples of uh, Black Dog. And you know the song, yeah, Tall Cool One, lighten up, baby, I'm in love with you. Good chorus, by the way. Um, those of you who have seen or heard songs from Jimmy's Outrider tour know that when he plays Custard Pie, he includes every little sampled snippet from Tall Cool One in Custard Pie, except he and the band play it live. Very, very clever. And when I saw it in person on October 29th, 1988 in Worcester, Massachusetts, from the front row with my elbows on the stage. That can't be right. Front row. Anyway, I heard it and I knew exactly what it was. And my heart leapt because it was clever. It was cheeky and it was good. And what what made it better was because Robert played the same venue the very next night. He was there. He was there watching this show, prob- which probably made this show a little bit better. Um, Even though, I mean, the Outrider tour was fantastic. This one, I don't know if it's because I was there, probably, or if because Robert Plant was there and Jimmy just kind of kicked it up a notch. I don't know, man. It's brilliant. But fuck, it was fun. So that's not this. This is this. December 1st, 1988. Tall, cool one. Mr. Robert Anthony Plant. Have it ladies and gentlemen, Robert Plant, December 1st, 1988. I hope you enjoyed it. Beautiful recording, beautiful recording, and a great performance. It's just not my thing, this tour. So that's why I'm not enthused, and that's why I kept saying all the fucking thing. This isn't my thing, so I'll shut up. Hope you liked it. Heart of you can grab it, and uh, I will be back Thursday with a Led Zeppelin podcast. And I hope you will join us there. Thank you very much. Be good to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye.